Hello and welcome to the Get Pucks Deep podcast. I'm John. And I'm Zach. And we're coming to you live here on an early recording episode, actually, because, um, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, this week will be the Ferris Preview Week, along with the Alabama Huntsville Recap. And on the dock here I have today, we have the Michigan Tech Hawks, Michigan Tech Huskies, my apologies, who are at an even 500 at 3-3 three and three versus the Ferris State Bulldogs, who are also at an even 500 at 4-4. Four and four. We'll be hitting on some NCAA game results and market correction time for the NHL question mark for the third period. I'd just like to point out that uh, this is not, in fact, coming to you live. This is being recorded and editing all of our stupidity out. That's not true. Half of our stupidity out. Oh, okay. But it is being recorded earlier. True. Because I need to go to Marquette tomorrow. You. Yeah, but I'm getting a doggo out of it, so it's fine. I accept. And it's a husky. Worth. Anyways, okay, so moving on to our first period here of Tech Hockey, we had our Alabama Huntsville series, our annual Alabama Huntsville series. This time it was at Alabama Huntsville. We uh, swept them. I believe the first game was 2-1, to one, and then the second game was 4-1. to one. And I'm quite a little bit salty about that because I got the predictions all right, except the days were swapped and I was a point off on the second game. Oh, no. I'm so sad that Michigan Tech swept this weekend. No, it was... I predicted us. I'm just... I was just, like, dumbfounded by how close I was for both of them. But, yeah. Anyways, um, shout out to the Tech Hockey Guide. Um, I can confirm that the preview is being written. Um, It'll probably be live Friday again because I submitted to the editors early and then they just... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Then they do their job and edit it. Yep, just at a later date. Um... And then they publish it. So the next we have is the Joe Sean Hour. Nothing too notable was talked about. It was kind of funny. Dirk mentioned he was going to ask about the injuries to the to the team. They never got to it. Hilarious. That's it. That's it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot in this episode, really. No. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move straight into the Ferris preview. So basically, from my take, unless you have anything you want to add quick. Oh, no, go ahead. Take yours, and okay. I'll, I'll go off that. Cool. So my so my first takes here from going through all the stats and stuff for Ferris State, um, it's going to be a good benchmark for how we are against the WCHA as a whole. Ferris is a pretty average team, I would say, for a NCAA um, WCHA standard. Um, they're currently 4-4. Four and four. They played some decent opponents in Western Michigan and uh, Mi- Michigan State, who's actually pretty decent this year um they got swept by western michigan um they split with mercyhurst so that's kind of a blip on their uh hey you might not be that good kind of radar yeah, they swept fun. yeah they swept um alaska anchorage though which was kind of expected with game two being a little closer though three two on the second game yep. and then they split with michigan uh, michigan state um so they lost game one three to five and they won game two four to one so there's a notable thing here. Um, they have been starting two goaltenders. First, I'm going to say Kappelmaster because I know how to pronounce his name correctly. He is currently <laughs> 0-4 with a 4-4-4 goals against average and an 8.77 save percentage. Then, they should definitely start him. That seems like pretty good stats to me. Well, he's. Per- I think historically he's done well against Tech. I might be wrong, but I remember him in the series last year, and I just... I didn't really think the goaltending was really what was our issue dealing with them last year. They just were playing too physical, and we weren't ready for it, really. 
Oh, yeah, that's very true, too. But he was very kind of swaggering about, too, as well as showy-offy every chance he got, too. That doesn't mean you're good. Yeah, very true. Um, Anyways, then their new freshman goaltender, um, Salem Kangas? Salem Kangas? Something like that. Yep, close enough. Um, One of us is probably right. Um, He is currently 4-0 with a 1.8 goals against average and a 9.27 save percentage. So if I had to put money down, I'd say that he's probably starting. See, here's the thing. So I don't want him to start, and it's not even because of the statistics. It's because I'm going to go to the Ferris game, and someone's going to have to try and yell that name for the Civ chance, and that's just going to be brutal. Yeah, but Capital Master kind of rolls, rolls off the tongue pretty nicely. Yeah, Capital Master that. is nice, but Salmon Kangas, like <laughs> Salmon Kangas, Siv Salmon Kangas, no, nah, just doesn't work. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, anyways, your voice should project pretty far because that is a small, small hockey arena. Mm-hmm. That was the only funny thing from the Joe Sean Hour. He's like. Yeah, they claim that's an NHL-sized rink. I highly doubt it. <laughs> Good old the coach funny, trash talk. That's the funny part. Um, anyways, they played MSU. Uh, they didn't do well with Kappelmaster, or Kappelmaster. And then um, they did well with uh, Salem Kangas. Gosh, okay. We try yeah. to say that five times and, fast. Uh, just to be clear, this MSU is Michigan State University, not Mankato. Yes. For from now on, a Minnesota State University will be called Mankato. Fine. Boom. There, done. Anyways, um, so the biggest problem I've seen from them is inconsistency. Um, Kappelmaster is not his last year self or his year before that self. He had better numbers that year. And a good thing to note here is that they are a pretty experienced team this year. They only have six freshmen on their on their team, and I believe it's uh, two defensemen, three forwards, and a goalie. Yeah, so they, this is I expect them to be a pretty average team again this year. They weren't anything special last year, um, but they did match up well against the team we had Tech had last year. Um, yeah, I they, will say though, if they if they play the physical game, I think we're better prepared for it this year because a lot of that. our incoming yeah. guys are bigger. I was gonna say I think we do have some more physical players, and I think that the players who are returning have now learned how to deal with playing physical a little bit more because. Uh, during the middle of the season last year, we really struggled against Ferris and Bowling Green uh, when they would play that physical style. Um, but it seemed like we kind of started to figure it out near the end of the year how to play against that style. Uh, so I imagine the the returning players are going to be able to to handle that type of play style again. And I think, like you said, a lot of the incoming freshmen uh, are a little more physical. So I think we'll be I'm all right with that. I'm actually going to be kind of interested to see how Hellenin does especially since he's an agitator. I think he's going to really play well this weekend. I think this is I like... I think he might like start some fights, though. That's what uh, I'm thinking. He might I don't just know. get them to the point. I think this is going to be a pig in mud kind of thing. He's going to be just... This is where he wants to be, and he's going to be happy about it. Yeah. Um, so, my gut says we'll probably end up splitting, sadly, but my heart says I hope we sweep. I think we're going to sweep. I, I think we are. Um, I, I think we have better offensive talent than they do, even though they've had some pretty good um, goals. They have been playing some weaker teams in, Al- in um, Alaska, Anchorage, and Mercyhurst. But I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty even, I'd say, for the most part. I think we're more skilled offensively. I think our defense, though, just might get too tired with the physical game. 
Yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, I'm I'm predicting a sweep. But I think the at least one of the games is going to be a one goal game. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so anything else you want to add about Tech Hockey at the moment? Nope, I don't think so. Cool. Okay, let's move on to the second period, which is our NCAA hockey recap and um, updates. So first and foremost, I'd like to plug the CHN app because it's amazing. Like always, um, hit us up with that sponsorship. Sponsorship. Even if you don't, we're still going to shout you out because it's the app we use for our hockey news and scores. You are so bad at getting sponsors. You're like, hey, you should give us something so we plug you. But even if you don't, we're still going to promote you. Well, you know, I'm going to promote a service that I use and a service I believe in. I mean, it's it's a great app. Oh uh, no, I'm not saying don't and use they it. I'm are just saying actually like, updating it this season. That's the cool part. I'm not saying that you're not going to plug them or that you shouldn't plug them. I'm just saying that's a bad way to get a sponsorship is being like, oh, well, I'm but I'm, I'm assuming well, they'll, no they'll want to do, reach out to us. <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to want to reach out to us because we're giving them the, the publicity of all 14 <laughs> people that maybe listen to this. Uh, all that's no, f- not 14 people. That's because that's, you know, there's like 20 people who have listened, but that's for the four episodes. So it's more like, five well, people. you're going to have to subtract one because I listen to Google play every time you release yeah, it. Just so to it's, see really how the cuts more, go. it's really more like, I don't know, like, seven people who've listened it's it's it might sound a little masochistic or narcissistic but i i kind of like to listen to myself talk while i'm at work listening to the podcast because the jokes are still funny wow hey i'm bored okay and i can just do it work and go i don't know wow i'm currently in a report writing phase because i'm waiting on a bunch of stuff okay this is just a short story of a lonely guy that's why I got a dog. Anyways, moving on. Um, so here's our weekly upset um, recap. Do you want to start it off or should I? Sure, I can go through uh, some of the upsets that happened this weekend. Uh, Hit it up. Ferris State split with Michigan State, uh, which you would have predicted, I believe, going into the weekend that Michigan State would have won both of those, given the early season results. Although, if you had asked me at the beginning of the year, I probably would have predicted a split. But Michigan State's looked pretty good this year. Michigan went up to Sault Ste. Marie and played against Lake Superior State. Uh, LSSU got a split out of that. So that's another uh, another loss for Michigan. And yet they're still um, ranked what? I would 14th? like to thank you for with that um, with that sass on that sentence. You made me just want to goo a, um, you know, just a, uh, I got a penalty box right now from that. Thank you. <sighs> You're welcome. Okay, keep going, please. Arizona State splits with Penn State. Uh, Arizona State's been impressive thus far this year, and I'm still maintaining that if they were in a conference, they would probably be ranked by now. Uh, Mankato, yeah, for sure. They're they're one vote away. In yeah, both polls, I believe. They they should be. They've I, I don't like them, yeah. but they're they're playing very well. They play Michigan State this next weekend, that's, so that will be a good series to watch. That's going to be such a good watch. series, and that's not yeah. in Arizona, so it'll be after the heck game, so I'll try and see if I can watch some of that maybe. Um, yeah. But that's going to be a real real good series to see you know, where those two teams are at. They're both teams that are overperforming what their expectations were going into the year, and so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see them play each other, see yep. if either one of them is legit or maybe both of them. Okay, hit me up with those sweeps. Cato sweeps Minnesota. That's big news for the WCHA. Uh, it's not necessarily unexpected. Uh, that's not really an upset, if you ask me. Um, well, but it's well, hold still on, a- hold on here. Hear me out here. 
Minnesota swept UMD. No, they so Cato they sweeps split. Minnesota, so that way, well, they tied. They Pretty sure won, Duluth uh, won the tied. one that went OT. Anyways, moral of the story here is they swept the team that tied or went to OT and beat UMD. So does that make Cato the better team? I don't know if it makes them a better team, but I think it makes them roughly an equivalent team. Mankato's super good this year. Okay, okay. Hit me up with the next sweep. Nodak sweeps Wisconsin. Womp womp. Anyways, um, I got some I got some other ones here. We have uh, a BU and BC finally get their first win of the season. Woo. Overranked? Yes, because they're still receiving votes for some reason. Technically, they're not overranked because they're not ranked. They're receiving votes, so close Not enough. a rank. Thank you. Um, anyways, Woo. I'm just going to mention Woo. here, NMU splits with Bowling Green State. We'll hit that up a little bit later here. And then our uh, WCHA out-of-conference recap. We are a lot better this year. Uh, Ferris and LSS, LSSU both split their non-WCHA teams. Um, we had Cato or Canto, because I know how to spell. Pokemon uh, WCHA edition! Canto uh, or Cato sweeps uh, Minnesota. We just covered that. So we're doing yeah, pretty I'm decent in the, in the uh, out-of-conference. all that out, because... And all of that, I mean, the WCHA thing, because we already talked about them in the yep. upsets. Also, because Canto, WCHA, just... Yep, anyways. Um, now we're going to go into our WCHA mind. recap. So we had NMU, who is uh, WCHA, 2-2 overall, 3-5 and five against Bowling Green State, who is 1-1 one one WCHA and 6-2-1 and one overall. Um, they split with Bowling Green winning game one on Friday, 3-1, to one, and then NMU wins Saturday, 2 nothing. So Tolvin in with that shutout. And that was um, that was at Bowling Green, correct? I believe, yeah. Okay. NMU at Bowling Green. Okay. And then we had Bemidji at the University of Alaska Anchorage, and believe it or not, who would have guessed it? Bemidji swept. I was actually expecting a a, a split here. Uh, going into Anchorage is always dangerous. Uh, it's just. The travel time and then also the fact that you're playing Anchorage, you don't really expect a tough game against Anchorage. And so I think a lot of teams go in there expecting to win. I'm not as afraid of Anchorage anymore because that goalie that always steals a game from us is gone. <laughs> yeah, no, that Olivia Manth is gone. Obviously, we're a little less scared of Anchorage. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if that, that bias is just coming from my, you know, just being haunted by the spirit of Olivia Mantha. Standing he, on his head, he literally every series against us, just so, us specifically. Yeah, so I don't know, it seems like a lot of times Anchorage does all right at home, and anytime they travel, they are awful. Because I mean, they they took a game off Nodak at home a few years ago. They took a couple games off Tech, you know, when Tech was really good. Um, no, I, I, I thought they, they did took... take a game off of Nodak this year because they're one and five. Overall. Uh, maybe I don't remember. They, they've but they've taken some games at home off of good teams, uh, yeah. teams that should not lose to Anchorage. So I was kind of expecting Bemidji, especially since Bemidji is a little worse this year, uh, that they would probably go in, be kind of looking past Anchorage and and would slip up on one of the games. But it's good to see that they didn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, the thing about Bemidji that surprises me is they found a guy to replace Bitzer. That was definitely the big question going in. Was yeah. 
who's going to step into the goaltending situation. And also, haven't all of the Fitzgerald triplets graduated by now? Or just... I think, or, uh, or maybe triplets, one sorry. or two. I have no They're idea. They're just brothers. I believe there's a set of twins and then a younger brother. So yeah. maybe just the twins have graduated. Yep. So, moving on here, real quick here for the last of the NCAA, we have our polls and news, polls and ranking updates with John. So, our USCHA poll has UMD at number one, no surprise. And then we had four WCHA teams again receiving votes or ranked. Um, we had uh, Minnesota State, um, I don't know why I had that at MSU, but anyways, is at third. Bowling Green State is at 10th. Bemidji's receiving votes and LSSU is receiving votes. If Bemidji and LSSU were to were to have a rankings it would be 22nd and 23rd overall that sounds about so, right so they're pretty close there and then our usa today poll which came out a little bit later was umd at number one and then we had all four teams again receiving votes are being ranked and minnesota state again msu whoops is at fourth so one spot down and bowling green is consistent at 10. And then Bemidji and LSSU receiving votes. I didn't see what positions they'd be at in that poll because it only goes to 15. Anyways, um, again, uh, we have our third period here of the NHL. Um, I believe it's the time of the season so far we can start doing some market corrections on how teams are doing. What do you think? I think we're starting to get there, yeah. Yeah, so I've kind of divided this up into two different sections real quick. I have some corrections for teams that are doing worse than what they were in the beginning, so their corrections are down, and some teams that are doing better than what they were expected to do, and their corrections are up. So for the down, I have the Hawks, Devils, Hurricanes, Senators, uh, Golden Knights, and Flyers with the gritty magic wearing off, which doesn't surprise me. So most of these... Oh, okay. So So I will say that the Devils, the Canes... And the Golden Knights surprised me that they're kind of turning down right now. I've watched the past, like, three Hawks games, and I'm very sad. The Senators are just kind of at that phase where it's going to be a flash in the pan, and then the Flyers are kind of hit or miss. At the, right now, Brian Elliott is just not performing. What are your thoughts? Uh, okay, so just making sure I understand what you're, you're saying here with these corrections. You're saying that the teams that are correcting down started out are, strong and they're regressing to the mean and yes okay and then the corrections up are they started off bad so or they terrible. were assumed to be bad and they're now performing better okay yes. um i would agree uh with oh, i would also want to add in a lot uh la the kings are awful but they're good on paper yeah i would say they're they're underperforming for sure the, yep. still, the team that I say is underperforming the most uh, has to be probably the Blues. Uh, I was oh, expecting I forgot to be about them real too. good. Yeah. They were your and, pick. Yeah, I had them coming out, and I'm still not convinced that they're bad. Um, but yeah. it, it's it's starting to be show. You know, they gotta start showing up. Um, my my Jets, my Jet pick is looking pretty decent right now. Yes, yes, it is. The Jets are a very good team. Uh, I can't. I definitely can't took the easy way out. That. Yes. And um, I think the Islanders, I think, are doing better than. That's why they're in the corrections. Up yeah, section they're that they're we're in, touch on now. They're eight and four, eight four and one right now. Uh, I don't think that's going to continue. Um, a little bit just because, you know, 
they don't seem like they're actually that good. Um, but oh, where was it? I? I found some stats on this actually. Trying okay. to find. Oh, well, he's looking for the stats. My other teams here are the Canucks, Canadians, uh, the Sabres, and then my two notable uh, mentions are Arizona and Detroit are making an upswing right now. So that could change. But those guys are kind of just doing a little, a little bit better than they were. So you want to hit me up with those uh, Islander stats? Okay, so the the reasons I don't think that the Islanders are going to continue to be as good as they are is... Their PDO is insane right now. It's a one oh five two. Okay, for the, for the listeners that don't know what PDO is, yeah. Is that including you? No. Sure. Okay, so PDO is your shooting percentage plus your save percentage. Oh, that stat. Okay. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. their shooting percentage as a team right now is ten point five nine, which is the second highest in the league after Pittsburgh. While that one might be almost sustainable because they do have a pretty good offense, their safe percentage is not sustainable. They have a 9-4.72 safe percentage. Jesus. And can you name a goalie on their team? Marty Brodeur? No. With that safe percentage? Maybe. With that safe percentage, prime Marty Brodeur. Uh, that's not happening. There's no way that the Islanders keep that up. Um, and so they're going to drop back down. Uh, PDO is one is a pretty good stat for telling if you're, I don't want to say getting lucky, but it's about the closest stat you have for a, for a luck stat in hockey. Um, mm-hmm. So that, if you have a... So you're telling me like the Carolina Hurricanes who average like 44 shots a game, but none of the pucks go in. Yeah, they've got a pretty, they're uh, 26th in PDO right now. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me then. Okay. Yeah. Because they're averaging literally 40 plus shots a game, but they're just not going in. Right. So a lot of the teams that, I mean, if you look at PDO, you end up with a lot of teams that are supposed to be good near the top. You know, Nashville's near the top. Colorado's near the top. Toronto's near the top. Boston and Pittsburgh are near the top. You get some outliers. They're like, hmm, we didn't think these guys are going to be very good, but they're doing really well right now. So, like, the Islanders and the Ducks. You're like, really? Uh, the Wild are in eighth. And you're like, that's really weird. And then you look at teams who are expected to be good, and they're underperforming, right? And so at the bottom of the list, 31 is Vegas. 30 is San Jose. 29 is Los Angeles. 28 is the Blues. Like those are all teams that you expected to do well, and they're performing really poorly in this stat. And usually teams regress to right around a PDO of one. So you usually have somewhere around like a a 91 save percentage or so and 9% like shooting percentage, something like there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're, you know, the Toronto. you know Toronto where you're gonna you will probably end up with the year with like a twelve percent shooting percentage or something stupid or maybe only like ten or eleven but still you're gonna be above average or like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh who usually has a stupid high shooting percentage and also oh by the way they've had good goaltending and so they end up with like a nine two save percentage or something like that okay yeah so they end up higher but that's because they're 
perennial Stanley Cup contenders. So they should be higher on that. But it's yep. that's kind of a fun stat to look at. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, you want to hit me up with that Nylander? I mean, Matthews news update? Anything new? Uh, Matthews has been out skating with the team for about a week now, actually. So I think it was just about four or five days after the injury happened. He got back out. He was skating. Is he um, in a no-contact jersey? Oh, or? for sure, yeah. He wasn't okay. even, like, stick handling. It was just straight-up power skating. That was it. Okay. Um, and now, as of yesterday, he was out with a stick, but still no contact. He wasn't even, like, doing passes or anything. It was just, like, he was, out, he was out there doing a bit of stick handling. He took a few shots, and that was it. Um, okay, okay. And so it's... I think it's progressing fairly quickly, faster yeah, than it's expected. I'd say it's probably a level but, one separation or even better. Right. So it wasn't super fast, uh, but he's still nowhere near even full practice. Um, not even in practice with no contact. It was just he went out, skated, did a little bit of stick handling, and took a few shots, and that was calling a day. Okay, okay. So getting better, but not not ready yet. Okay, so next up we have the penalty box. Um, I get, I guess I got a quick rant again, so we don't need a we don't need a two minutes. Gotcha. Okay, so basically the the thought behind this rant is that the NCAA rankings are still really screwed up at the moment, and um, it basically feels like a popularity contest among the bigger schools. Like, why is BC and BU getting votes at all? To be honest. Or why is Princeton and Cornell ranked when they're uh, both at 500? So, or why isn't Michigan State have a ranking? Or why is Wisconsin ranked when they're four and four? So that's basically my complaint. Is it's it should be more like how they do the paralyze with more statistics. But I can understand how those uh, voters need to look at other factors. But it really does seem like a popularity contest, or at least there's some sort of bias towards a specific conference. And that's basically my take on it at the moment. I think there's something to that, um, but I think there's also another thing that I would say about it is that it's the expectations you have going into the year. I know we're starting to get to be like, I don't know, a quarter of the way through the season. Please but don't say that. That means it's only three quarters left. I'm sorry. You can be sad. There's playoffs oh, afterwards. College hockey needs to last longer. Anyways, it continue. does. So, but the expectations. I'm gonna try and make a physics analogy, and you're gonna hate me for it. Okay. Bring it on. So, the try and make sure I get the words right here because it'll tear me apart either way. Um, what? No. The expectations that the voters have for teams are like mass, right? So the more mass they have the more force it takes to move them so if you expect a team to come in really well and now there's a force pushing on it which is them losing games it's the more higher expectations were coming in the more force it's going to take to move this object or the team down in the rankings and so there is a lot of expectations based on the talent that's coming in the coaching staff that's been established yeah, and proven in the past that they've been good, um, and all of those factors come in, and the more factors they have built up for them, the harder it is to take them out of the rankings, even if they're underperforming, because you need more force to push them out. Okay, um, so some minor stuff. I'm not gonna 
tear you a new one. Here. Oh, tear me apart on the physics. I don't care. Um, mass is an inherent um, property of the of the subject, so you can't confirm that the team's skill would be mass. It would be something more like momentum, for example. You would need more. Like okay, a better way to say it was if um, a velocity of the team. So if the team's moving, like let's say a team like UMD is moving 100 miles an hour, it's going to take a longer distance and a more amount of friction to stop them. So that's what you want to kind of adapt it as. Right, mass is an inherent property of the object. It is. It is defined. You can't well, just no, say okay. But it, you could make it so okay. So you know that the mass of a certain substance, let's just say iron, is whatever it for a certain size of iron right because that's the density no because no? there's different densities of iron because there's different um, okay time. fine okay yeah. so you, you assume a hundred percent pure iron whatever it doesn't is, matter because there's different isotopes so you're like, okay pick an isotope of it right you pick an <laughs> isotope you've got a ball the size of a baseball of one exact type of isotope right it's going okay. to have a certain mass Yes. Well, that being said, is it going to be a foil version that you knock into a pretty little ball like that YouTube no, trend? No, I'm, that's I'm not saying full. a solid ball. solid ball of an isotope the size of a baseball has a specific mass that you'd be able to figure out by I understand your analogy, right? but, but if this you then is take, a very nitpicky thing. Yeah, I know, but I'm this is what we're doing because people want to listen to this. Dang <laughs> no, it. they don't. Did uh, you actually have someone tell you that said tell you this? What this analogy? No, that they want to hear us bicker. No, no one wants to listen to us at all. So this is just for our benefit. <laughs> um, <laughs> find me one consistent listener to this podcast, and I will stop using that example uh, of no one tuna, listening. Tuna, Manit, Zach. Okay, Manit doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> tuna, pep, Pepper Jack. Pepsi Jack listened to the first one. I don't think he's listened to anything since. Ooh, that's kind of rough. Our parents, maybe. My mom doesn't know what it's called yet, so she can't listen. <laughs> I just told my mom what it's called today. She's like, what? And then I showed her the videos Yikes. that we got the name from, and she just kind of like, who the Should, heck are these oh guys? God. Okay. She wanted to know, so, so I'm yeah. like, I can't. It's better just to show it than yeah. explain. Yeah. So, regardless, if you've got a ball the size of a baseball, there's a solid isotope. And then you get a one solid chunk of iron insert isotope name here. Continue. Yes, you get that. And then you have the same properties of isotope and solidness. And then you have one the size of a bowling ball. That's You're going to have really more mass right now. I don't care. <laughs> you have one the size of the bowling ball. It's going to have more mass and it's going to require okay. more force to move it the same distance. Okay. Um, you're going to have to kill some dead air here. Um, I got to go do something real quick. Are you getting a notepad to? No, I gotta, to do I gotta physics? do something real quick. No, I'll be right back. Okay. Bye. Man, I'm really stupid. Why would I think that making a physics analogy around Zemedes would be a good idea? I thought it'd like win him over by using science, but that was just stupid of me. So, uh, how's it going? I'm assuming if you're listening. Uh, I'll probably see you at Ferris because it's probably like just Manit listening right now. The, and John will probably listen to this later and I won't see him at Ferris because he's getting a puppy. Not a puppy, a doggo. Okay, I'm here. Cool. Yep, okay, so up next is our our weekly segment of Line Change. Um, Zach's going to take my idea from us and uh, take it away. Hey, so I, I had a, a similar idea but slightly different. So I wouldn't call it taking your idea. So what I want to talk about is where we think 
teams in the WCHA are going to finish kind of based on where they are in the standings right now and what we expect in the future. So going through right now, you've got Bemidji at number one in the conference with a 3-1-0 record in the conference. A bunch of teams tied at second with Ferris, Lake Superior State, Michigan Tech, Minnesota State, and Northern Michigan. Bowling Green all the way down in the seventh. Uh, Alabama Huntsville at eighth. Anchorage and Alaska tied for ninth and tenth. So, I think that my predictions for this year is that Minnesota State's going to win the conference, and I don't think it's going to be real close. I think number two is going to be Bowling Green. I think they're going to be the only team that's going to get close to them, really. And then I think there's going to be, let's see, one, two, three, four, five teams that are going to be really close. And that's going to be Bemidji, Ferris, Lake State, Michigan Tech, and Northern. I think all of those teams are going to be really close, and it could be any one of them could be the seventh team or the third team at the end of the year. Uh, and then I think Alabama Huntsville and Anchorage and Alaska Fairbanks are going to finish eighth, ninth, tenth, and, you know, they'll fight for the final playoff spot, but neither, none of them are going to matter. Okay. Okay. I can, I can see that. Um, I got a better hot take here. Um, so we got Minnesota winning it. Maybe I have Bowling Green, maybe winning it. And then I have Michigan tech winning the conference bid in the tournament. Again, we're going to three it. So, okay. So that'd be the only way that we get more than two bids in the tournament, right? I, I is, see if everything goes the way it's currently going, I see Bowling Green and Minnesota State getting at-large bids and then whoever wins the tournament winning it, unless Minnesota right. State or Bowling I, Green the, wins the tournament. The thing is, is, if I had to guess, Minnesota State's going to win the tournament, uh, at which point... Oh, we, we thought that last year, too. We did think that last year, and I still really don't believe that it didn't happen. I, I watched it happen, but I still don't believe it. Um, so I still think Mankato is going to run away with the conference. I think they're going to win the tournament this year. Uh, the WCHA playoffs that is, but like we said, upsets have happened. We've seen stranger things. Um, actually I haven't, have you you actually seen stranger things? I mean, I've seen weirder occurrences in a hockey rink. I'm talking about the Netflix series. I've not seen the Netflix series, stranger things. I was getting to that. It's Um, good. Come on. You got to watch that. There are so many shows that are good that I have to watch uh, that I haven't seen, uh, but okay, I'll fine, add it to I'll the very long list. Time. Okay, so do you have anything else you want to add for your WCHA line change segment? No, I think that's that's kind of that's how I see the conference shaking out. I think that, I mean, I think all five of the teams that I just listed uh, of Bemidji, Ferris, Lake State, Northern, and Tech. I think all of them are pretty good hockey teams, and if they, you know, kind of get a little bit lucky, could what year is this that we can say that they're good hockey teams? All of them. That's that's kind of a feat in itself. Yeah, no, it's it's good, and I think that I think that any of them, if if they get a little bit lucky, uh, win a few, luck, you know, get a few bounces and win a few games more than they should, uh, that any of them could be, you know, ranked somewhere between fifteen and twenty. Um, I don't see any of them, unless something crazy happens, getting anywhere near the top 10. Um, but 
I think that Bowling Green and Mankato should both stay in the top 10 pretty much all year would be my guess. Uh, Mankato staying in the top five would be my expectation. So there'd be a chance at the end of the year if, especially if Mankato loses and Bowling Green goes to the championship game and then say, you know, one of those five teams I've talked about wins the championship, uh, that they could, we could get three teams in the tournament this year. It's possible, uh, but not likely. Okay. Okay. So I have one final thing to touch on here in our overtime thing. Um, Zach still may never lose a game, though my team is now still killing it. So we're we're back on the roll. Let's see if I just jinx myself again. Yeah, I mean you're you're leading the league in points, so that's something. Yeah, I'm currently losing right now to uh, Brad, but he also is having a career it's, night for Will Butcher of the New Jersey Devils. But he also benched Nugent Hopkins, so I. I Saved myself three point five or five point three points there. It's also the first game. Yeah, for sure. There's not a lot of teams playing. Yeah, I mean, you just not much going Anyways, on. Anyways, also, I'm also upset with you for picking up um the Chuck or Thuchuk, Brady Thug Chuck, more I like. Gonna pick, I was gonna pick him up actually today Sucks until to you suck. got him. I've been thinking about that for like the last three days about yeah, picking him up. I've been thinking about it for the last two weeks. I was like. He's I hate supposedly going to be coming back this week, so yeah. you might be able to get something good out of it. Yep, that's uh, that's what I saw. He's starting to practice, and he's supposed to be possibly coming in this week. So I was like, yep. yep so good luck, good luck on your acquisition. Um, Thank anyways, you. Um, I'm John. I'm Zach. And don't forget to get pucks deep. Get pucks to the net. And uh, win some hockey uh, games. Yeah, that's right. Win some hockey games. Have a good, good week, everybody. Hopefully, Tech pulls out two wins. I'll see most of you at Ferris. My, I, I might be there. Not sure. Oh really? I thought you 100 percent weren't coming because Popper may or may not. Doggo. We'll 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 have to see. Anyways. Cool. Yep, bye. Bye.